Hello guys, how's it going? It's good to be back. I haven't posted an episode in a couple weeks, but we know this. Um, I'm not going to go over it again because this is the same thing that happened last time and it took me like five minutes to explain, blah 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 blah. I missed a couple weeks, it's fine, it's whatever, there's an episode now, it's happening, it's okay, life is weird, mental health is weird, it's a big thing. Anyway, let's jump right in because I'm excited. You may be familiar with a pretty popular Reddit thread called Am I the Asshole? Where basically someone posts a story where they ask a question and then explain the story and you determine whether or not they're the asshole in the situation. We're just going to jump straight in. First one. Am I the asshole because I called the police on people having a wedding? Hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to read the initial question, state whether or not I, like, predict whether or not I think you're going to be the asshole or not, and then read the story and then adjust my answer from there. So I'm going to, like, do a prediction. Like a... um, No, a hypothesis. A hypothesis where I guess and then read, evaluate, and then change my answer or keep it the same. And I haven't read these before. I just, I, I made a Reddit account for this episode. Okay, so am I the asshole because I called the police on people having a wedding? Right away, just, I'm gonna assume that if you called the police for people having a wedding, something must have happened. So I'm gonna say you're not the asshole and it was valid, but let's read the story and guess from there. My family owns a 300 acre cattle farm. My mom's stepfather and his parents all live on the farm, separate homes on the property. It's a beautiful farm and last year they had some folks ask to use a certain part of the property for a wedding. My stepdad's father, who's the owner of the farm, agreed to let them have their wedding there. He didn't charge them and told them to just clean up after. Spoiler alert, they left a huge mess. Well, a couple months ago, another couple had asked about using the farm for a wedding in February. My stepdad's father told them no, and I imagine it was because of the last group not cleaning up. Fast forward to the present, my mom, stepdad, and his parents traveled out of the state last week to visit family and asked me to look after their farm for a couple of days. I was out and about checking stuff out on the farm the second day I was there, and I saw a group of people setting up chairs in a balloon arch. I texted my stepdad's father and asked if he had changed his mind about them doing the wedding there. He said he did not give them permission to make them leave. I went to the group and told one of the guys setting up chairs that this was private property and he didn't have permission to be here and to leave. He said they can't leave because it's a wedding. I called the police. It was a shit show to say the least, but I feel like it was the right thing to do. I was talking to a friend this morning and she said it was incredibly asshole-ish of me to call the police on them on their wedding day. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Okay. No. Because it's your... Stepdad's parents' property, and if they said no, then no. Like, it's their home. So, what? I feel like this isn't even, like, a thing. You are not the asshole for calling the police to get them out of there. Like, I get it's their wedding day, whatever. 
But they said no in the first place. They had plenty of time to find another place. You know? I don't know. That's just weird. Why are you just posting up on someone's property trying to have your wedding there? That's just odd. Anyway. Okay. Ooh, this one's interesting. Am I the asshole for reporting my brother for identity theft? If he did the identity theft, I'm going to say no. So I'm going to say you're not the asshole, but let's read and reevaluate. I, 25F, agreed to go to a credit check so I could potentially be my older brother's 31M co-signer for a car. All I agreed to was the credit check since I knew that the final steps would be for me to physically sign the form. After thinking about it some more, I told my brother that I wouldn't be his co-signer because he's really irresponsible with money. I didn't think anything of it since I didn't sign anything. Later to find out that he had forged my signature and that he got approved for a 50k auto loan. I called him to figure out what was going on and he'd just been dodging my calls, saying he's going to fix it, but nothing actually gets done. I tried contacting the dealership, but the managers are never in and they say they'll take a message and call me back, but never do. Later, I find out that nothing can be done in removing my name since it's supposedly too late. I get my sister-in-law involved to see if she could help, and the only conclusion they can come up with is to refinance the car after six payments. Keep in mind that he's missed about three payments. I call the bank after seven months to see how the process of refinancing the car would go and tell my sister-in-law about it. She says that she wants nothing to do with it anymore and to contact my brother, and if he doesn't respond, then that's tough on me. So I tell her okay, but I'm going to be doing this the legal way since being civil has clearly gotten nowhere and this man is ruining my credit. So I reported the account as fraud and made a police report. Mind you, my brother does not pick up on my calls, nor responds to my texts, and he moves somewhere in Pennsylvania to avoid people from showing up at his residence. He already has a record and I warned both him and his wife that I was going to get the police involved. Am I the asshole for finally going through with my word and cutting family ties? Screw your brother and screw his wife. You are not the asshole in this situation. He did something extremely illegal and went against your wishes and against your word. It's completely your right to stop trying and just get the police involved. Especially, like, it's so obvious that he knew what he did wrong. Him dodging your calls and stuff, he knew. He knows. He very well knows that what he did was messed up and what it would do to you in your financial situation and find out if you can like sue the dealership for accepting a forged signature without you present wouldn't you have to be present to co-sign a loan i don't know interesting this one says am i the asshole for snapping at my mother-in-law for making my pregnancy all about her right off the bat not the asshole i'm gonna say you're not the asshole But, oh my god, I have so many thoughts about just the title, but let's move on to the story. I'm currently 39 weeks pregnant. Oh, you're almost there. Heading towards 40 in a few days. By my own admission, I'm uncomfortable. I'm grumpy. I'm tired. And I'm just fed up with being pregnant and want it over. All throughout this pregnancy, my mother-in-law has been making it all about her. For example, she goes out and spends $100 on treats and snacks for herself and then says to me, oh, I'm so over your pregnancy. I'm getting cravings for all this unhealthy food. Or she messaged me the other day while I was at my son's doctor's appointment wanting to know if I had gone into labor because she was having stomach pains. Or 
She will go off to bed for a nap around 2 p.m., claiming it's because she's suffering sympathy tiredness from my pregnancy. She does this once or twice a week at least. Today, she tried to do it again. She first tried to claim that my pregnancy had caused her to gain weight. Then, she started claiming that she had a sore back from sympathy pains due to my pregnancy and that she had to go to bed. I have to admit, I hit the roof. I told her it's not funny or cute. It's getting really annoying and I'm getting sick of her making my pregnancy all about her. She doesn't have cravings. Her pain is all in her head. She got pretty offended and said it was just a joke, but my husband stepped in and said it wasn't funny and everyone is sick of it because she's using my pregnancy as an excuse to sit on her ass and do nothing. She ended up storming to her room in a huff, claiming we were being ridiculous and now won't talk to either of us. She said we're both overreacting and being childish. I'm starting to wonder if maybe I did overreact a bit. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. No, she had her pregnancy. This is yours. It seems like she's invalidating how you feel. Why is she, why is she acting like that? You're not the asshole. That would be really annoying to me. You handled it well, I'd say. So not the asshole. Ooh, this one's interesting. Am I the asshole for asking my husband to stop joking about how he stole my ESA? No, I'm going to say you're not the asshole for for asking him to stop. No, you're not the asshole. Okay, this is a story. I, 24F, adopted a puppy to train as my emotional support animal. I have BPD and my first ESA passed away two years ago and I've been having a hard time since. Over the winter break from school, my 25M husband warned me that I would need to do all of his training and maintenance and that the puppy was my sole responsibility. I did all my research and had him potty and crate trained within a month and we were on a good work and play schedule. Point is, we were doing great on our own and he was shaping up to be the perfect ESA. Well, husband fell in love with him and would play with him when he got home from work. He wouldn't help train him as that was my job, but he would play and give him treats all the time. Outside of our schedule, which at the time I thought was fine, Husband hurt his back at work about halfway through my break, though, and needed to stay home for a few months to recover. He would constantly ignore our training, i.e. puppy would do something like chew up a sock, and instead of redirecting him to a toy, husband would let him play with the sock because it was too cute to stop. It was an argument for a while as puppy started to regress from all the progress we'd made since two different people were teaching him opposing things, and I was going back to school soon, so it was really important puppy stayed on our schedule. Husband thought I was too hard on the puppy because of things like this. He said I had to leave him time to be a puppy and give him more treats and love. It's not like I didn't play with him all the time. It's just that he also had a job to do and he needed proper training to get there or I wouldn't be able to take him in public or on trips as it was important. Well, fast forward to the present and I've been back at school for a few months while husband has been at home with the puppy. Puppy doesn't like me anymore and doesn't listen to me. Puppy has started making messes in the house again because husband has deteriorated his feeding schedule and lets him just eat whatever or gives him people scraps from his plate that his stomach can't handle. I had a bit of a breakdown recently and when I sought comfort, the puppy would no longer let me sit and pet him. Basically, my dog has become bonded with my husband and doesn't like me at all anymore. I bring it up to him and husband says that it's my fault for being so strict and that I needed to be more lenient if I ever wanted the puppy to like me. He started making jokes to his friends and family that I drove my dog away or that her dog likes me better, etc. I asked him to stop over and over, but again he says I'm being too sensitive and that I should have tried, tried harder to bond with the puppy 
it isn't his fault that the dog likes him more. We started getting into arguments over it because I just can't get how he thinks taking my ESA away from me is funny. But again, I'm bipolar and sometimes I can't tell if something is actually serious or not. Sometimes I really am just being too sensitive, but this feels different. Am I the asshole here? Holy cow. Not the asshole. Your husband has no respect over your boundaries, over your dog, over the time and effort that you put into training. Your husband's the asshole. He destroyed all the progress you'd made with the puppy and he's now making fun of you for it? You are not the asshole for that. Okay, next one. Am I the asshole for not getting my partner a Mother's Day card from her daughter? What? No. I'm not a mom, so I don't really know, but I'm going to say no. Let's get on with the story. I'll preface this with a few details. We've been together three years, nearly four. I've let my partner and her daughter move in and have renovated my home largely to her specifications. I do, though, always refer to it as our home. I don't have a great job, but I do okay and work my ass off. Some weeks, 60 to 70 hour weeks to pay for our bills, food, etc. And squirrel some way to save for the odd holiday for us. Partner contributes what she can as she earns less, but I have no problem being the breadwinner. At the end of it all, I'm left with very little for myself, but again, this is fine. I let slip today that I forgot to get a Mother's Day gift from her daughter to her. I have been raged at for not getting a gift and card for her. Her daughter's father has very little involvement, pays the least amount of maintenance, and barely sees her twice a month. I am left to pick up the slack, which again, I don't mind, but I do not understand why there is so much emotional attachment to this day after all I do. I regularly tell her she's a good mom, compliment her looks often, and we are good. I do not like these days anyway, and have explained so in the past, but on large I participate. I work hard for a family and home, and I believe my actions and work and home and our relationship speak for themselves. Am I the asshole here? This is my first relationship with a person with a child from a past relationship. Is it on me to buy gifts for Mother's Day? Update, the daughter is seven. Okay, so... Seven-year-old kid can't do that for her mom, but seven-year-old kid also probably doesn't understand what Mother's Day is. I'm going to say not the asshole, because you already do so much for her and for her child, and I think that this is just so little and should not be a subject for her being so upset with you. If she was bothered, she could have told you very nicely that it's an important day for her and to next year maybe think a little bit more about it. But again, I don't think it's such a big deal. You're not responsible to do so, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I'm going to say not the asshole. Am I the asshole for asking my husband to change our baby's diaper once in a while? What? No. That's his job. You just shouldn't have to ask him to change the baby's diaper. If he sees that the baby has a dirty diaper, he should change it. What? Okay, let's get into the story. My husband, 28, and I, 23, went on a trip two weeks ago along with our one-year-old son. As I am a stay-at-home mom, I couldn't do anything regarding the expenses, but I took care of all the plannings and booking, and my husband didn't care to know about a thing until we got there. After a tiring day, finally when we 
Get into the hotel room. I had to feed the baby, bathe him, and change him. My husband just lie there looking through his phone. I get frustrated because I am also tired just like him, and I have to do everything on my own. On day four, we come back into our room after a three-hour walk. I was really tired, but I had to feed the baby. Right after I fed him and changed him, my baby pooped, and I got really angry, and I felt like crying. I asked my husband, who was, by the way, watching Instagram reels, I always had an issue with him not helping out with the baby. Never once did he change the baby's diaper, bathe him, or rock him to sleep. My husband also works like 10 hours every day. He doesn't get a week off, and I do understand that it is hard for him looking after a family and contributing his all to us, but he never acknowledges what I do in a day, and I also have it hard. I tried talking to him many times regarding this issue, but he always says next time. This was my final straw, and I got really angry to the point my baby started to cry from my shouting. My husband told me that he paid for the trip and that it was his vacation and he deserves to have some time to himself. He's tired and he doesn't know how to change a diaper. He also said that the baby obviously loves me more, that's why he doesn't do many things that I ask him to. Well, that ended there with me angrily stomping off to silently cry in the bathroom while also changing the baby. Don't get me wrong, my husband loves us to death, but he acts really lazy when he gets home and becomes a child. It's like I'm looking after two kids. Also, I have back pain from after giving birth and he knows about that, but he makes the money so I'm supposed to act more mature and suck it up, as he says. So am I the asshole for asking my husband to change our baby diapers once in a while? First of all... Your husband has been a father for a year and doesn't know how to change a diaper, has never changed one, never fed the baby, and never put it to sleep? If this is true, what? Not never? Not once? What? Not the asshole. You have a husband problem. Mm-mm. Let's look at what the other people are saying. Oh, someone said, as a father of two, a three-year-old and a one-year-old, I too am, ast am astonished by how obnoxious that guy is. Changing diapers, but even feeding, bathing, and putting them to sleep is part of any basic relationship between a parent and their offsprings. You are merely meeting the basic needs of your baby, and babies need much more than just food, sleep, and hygiene, just like any other living being. How on earth can he claim that the baby likes the mother more and be fine with it? Of course the baby likes the mother more. He's a complete stranger to his own baby. Yeah, you've had this kid for a year and you haven't put it to sleep, changed the diaper, or fed it once. Come on. That's wild to me. Whether you work 60 hours a week or not. You've never once done any of those things for your child? Oh my goodness. What is this? Am I the asshole for wanting my partner to put their protein powder away? <laughs> okay, okay, I have to do this one. I have to do this one. Um, I'm gonna say no for wanting to put it away. Like, is it just sitting out on the counter? Or like, stop using it. I'm, I'm just gonna say not the asshole for now. Okay. Am I the asshole for wanting my partner to put their protein powder away? So we have two dogs. Oh, okay. So we have two dogs. Both are really good for the most part. If we leave, though, they'll get into whatever food slash Tupperware, etc. that we leave out. One of them is a lab rescue who spent the first year of his life food insecure. Aww. We're really good, normally, about putting everything away when we leave, using child locks on the cupboards, etc. Last night, my partner left their protein powder on the counter. They left first, I left after them. My cab came extremely fast and I rushed the routine. Did the usual locking cupboards, etc., but missed the powder. The dogs got into the powder. 
Luckily, barely touched it. I think because it was mostly empty. I checked the ingredients and all were safe except the second one, cocoa powder. I suggested that maybe we figure out a new safeguard for this. I have ADHD, so this is something that I do. I.e., I might get hyper-focused, my brain just won't register to stuff existing. My partner is the opposite of this for the most part. So stuff like my edibles, I keep high on the shelf. Take one and put them right back. I had to make a bright sign so I would remember and train myself to put my shoes in a certain spot. I don't use protein powder, and they're usually good at putting it away. It's not something in my mind much. Clearly, this created an issue that night. In my head, we were both at fault. They should have put it away. I should have done a much better check when leaving the house. But I don't think blaming one another is helpful. I think we just need to think of a better system. I suggested that we put it into one liter glass jars, and they're pissed at the idea. They say I'm being ruled by my anxiety, blaming them, and putting more work on them. They say we already have a system. I agree, but noted that it failed and we need a safeguard in place. It escalated to them yelling, so I took a break. Now I'm writing this. Am I the asshole? Not the asshole. The dogs actually got into the protein powder. Your partner is responsible for leaving it out, but isn't wanting to take responsibility. Your partner argued to a simple suggestion. Not the asshole. Am I the asshole for distancing myself from my mother because she won't call my daughter by her name? Not the asshole. I'm just going to go out and say it right now, but we're going to get into it. I, 27F, am 35 weeks pregnant with my first child, and it's a girl. Congratulations. After much consideration, my husband, 33M, and I decided on a unique name that honors our love and his grandmother, who passed away from cancer in 2010. This name has a unique first name and two middle names. Ever since the gender and name were revealed to the family, my mother, 65F, has not been on board. For background, my mother is the kind of woman that is very forward and blunt with her opinion and has exampled on more than one occasion that boundaries don't apply because she's the grandmother. This would be her first grandchild, so I understand her excitement. However, boundaries are very important to my husband and I, and the name of our child is one of those boundaries. My mother has decided that instead of calling my daughter by her given name, she wants to call her by a nickname that bothers me. Siri is the nickname. I told her absolutely not, and that we were not comfortable with her calling our daughter the same name as an iPhone assistance program. She let it go for the time being, and we didn't speak for a couple weeks. The next time we spoke was her birthday, and after wishing her a happy birthday, she had the audacity to ask my husband and I if we had considered changing our daughter's name, including the two middle names. I told her no, that we would be keeping the names the same, and asked her in return why we would want to change her name her reason was it's too hard to say and i feel you're torturing the poor kid with two middle names the name we chose for our child is by no means a traditional name but it's not spelled in any complicated way nor is it hard to say my mother was throwing out different nicknames and alternative names for our daughter i snapped i told her that if she cannot respect my husband and me as well as the name we chose for our daughter that she didn't need to be close to her she huffed and puffed and said, well, I'm the grandma and I'll do what I want. I respectfully told her that she needed to respect our boundaries or our level of communication will lessen. She changed the subject, then quickly made an excuse to get off the phone. We haven't spoken in a couple weeks, which isn't abnormal as she is out of state. I spoke to my brother about this and he seems to be on my mother's side. However, his
his nickname idea circled around the two middle names rather than playing with the first name. The ideas aren't terrible, but I'm not a fan of my family dodging the use of her, the use of her first name. Luckily, the only people who have an issue with the name of my daughter is my mother and brother, as far as I'm aware of. I'm now a few short weeks away from giving birth, and I'm not looking forward to having communication with her and much prefer the distance between us. My husband will be the only one in the delivery room with me until after the baby is born, and we agreed it would be best to not have visitors at the hospital until a day after birth. But with my mother being out of state roughly nine hours away, I know she will want to come the moment I go into labor. Am I the asshole for wanting distance from her because she won't call my daughter by her name? Not the asshole. This isn't my child, so my opinion's worth nothing to you, but your mother should also take lessons on how easy that is. It's her child. It's, I mean, no, it's your child. It has nothing to do with her. Well, I mean, it's her grandchild, but it's your child. It's your child. You name it whatever you want. And if she has a problem with it, she could take it elsewhere. That's just me, though. Anything regarding her name should be left to the people who created her, not an overbearing, opinionated grandmother. Also, if this were me, I would not be telling people I'm going into labor. Mm-mm. No. I know that sounds really mean, but don't tell her that you're going into labor. Just tell her that the baby came when it's born and she'll be there nine hours later. Anyway. Am I the asshole for not wanting to spend Christmas with my family? Oh, I'm going to go ahead and say not the asshole. Because I feel like this is kind of long and I feel like it's going to be a good story. So I, gender fluid 25, and my husband, male 25, have spent Christmas with each other's family for the past two years we've been married. But this year we told our family we didn't want to do that and that we wanted to spend it alone. My husband's family thought it was fine and they would just spend it with my family minus us. But some of my family got mad, especially my aunt when I told them this over text. My aunt blew up my phone, but I just ignore it. That was probably a bad idea because my aunt ended up calling me a slut and said that all you want to do is F your husband, which is not true. Even if it was, why was it any of her business? She even started to harass my husband, but we both just tried to ignore it. It got worse when it was nearing Christmas. She ended up just coming over to our house. No text or call that she was coming over. She also brought my cousin? What the hell? I personally had no problem with my cousin or them coming over, but at least a call or text would have been nice. They came over for lunch and then left. Like I said, not really a problem. After that, she began blowing up our phones again and even calling us when she knew we were at work. She even got some of my other family to start doing it too, especially during Christmas, but we dealt with it. It's been three or four months since then. And we are still getting messages, but it began to die down. Now we only get one or two a week, a week since then. I guess this is more of a rant than a story. Thanks for reading that. Not the asshole. You, you have every right to spend Christmas where you choose and with who you choose. Your aunt sounds unhinged. Is she okay? Leave your aunt on red and do what you want. It's your Christmas. Am I the asshole for not downloading a tracking app for my parents? What? I'm going to say not the asshole. We'll get into this. I'm 20 years old. What? You're an adult. I'm 20 years old and pay for my stuff and sometimes my siblings. I still live with my parents, but do most of the housework. 
I also pick up my sister when she arrives from her bus, and I also pick up my parents' friend's daughter from her school. My mother decided that she wanted everyone to download a tracking app so they can see where we are if we're in trouble. I don't like the idea of downloading it so my parents can watch my every single move. I think it's a bit weird. I get they're trying to protect me, but I also value privacy. Since growing up, I didn't exactly have privacy. People in my family would just help themselves into my room and my belongings. My mother barged into the bathroom while I was in the bath just because she had to sort out the toilet. After she was done, she left the bathroom door open, and when I asked if she could close the door, she said, No, what have you got to hide? People also randomly opened my bedroom door while I'm getting dressed, too. I got into an argument with my mom and dad just because I didn't want to download the app. I pay my own phone bill. My dad said that if I don't download the app, that he'll kick me out and that I can't use their gas, electric, and food. When I turned 19, they said I could stay with them and that I don't have to pay for rent, gas, electric, food, or anything, but only if I help out around the house, which is what I do. And I actually find it difficult to find a job because of the housework and picking up the kids, but I still stick to it because it's actually fair that I'll help them out. Well, my dad called me an idiot and a dumbass because I won't download it. I feel like I'm not in the wrong, but I also feel bad, and my mom said she only wants to protect us, so I'm second-guessing myself whether I'm the asshole or not. I know that as soon as I post this, I'm probably going to be in trouble. Am I the asshole for not wanting to download a tracking app? I'm having a hard time digesting the lack of boundaries and respect in your family. Walking in on you in the bath and leaving the door open. Opening the bedroom door while you're getting dressed. Also expecting you to play family chauffeur. And do all the housework. Hmm. I would tell them that you want to get a job to start saving in order to move out. And then with that said job, be willing to pay a reasonable rent. I feel like you're just setting your own boundaries. I feel like you're ra- you you were raised by controlling narcissists. They want to be in control of you, it sounds like. Download this app to track you or we're kicking you out. No, that's weird. I don't know. Am I the asshole for not being able to pay half of the rent? Ooh, I'm going to say I'm going to say not the asshole. My boyfriend, male 37, and I, 30, and I, 23, have been together for almost three. Your boyfriend is 37, and you're 23, and you've been together for three years. 34 and 20 is when you started dating. Interesting. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. I have been living with him for a year and recently graduated college. I had not been much help with rent during school, but I did pay for all groceries, date nights, and my own gas to which I also mostly drive him places. He has been unable to keep a job for the years I have been with him and it causes large rifts financially, but I always understand. After graduation, I made it a goal to help with half the rent, but I'm still learning to budget. However, I'm still paying all the groceries, my gas to and from work, and any dates we go on. Every time rent comes around, he turns on me and blames me for not having my full share for rent, even though I have a job. I agree I should be able to save more to make sure I do this responsibly. No, no, par- no, pardon me. You're good. You go right ahead and just interrupt. Anyways. 
He turns on me and blames me for not having my full share for rent, even though I have a job. I agree I should be able to save more to make sure I do this responsibly, but I don't get past the fact that I do literally everything else needed as a unity in the house and should feel more appreciative that I try and he just needs to get a job too. Am I the asshole? Holy age gap. Why was a 34-year-old pursuing a 20-year-old? That's gross. Anyway. Did you ever wonder why a 34-year-old was dating you as a 20-year-old? Because the only reason I can think of is no one near his age would put up with him. There's a reason he's with you. I don't know. Why is a grown man depending on such a young girl? I don't know. That bothers me. I don't like that at all. But anyways, I think that's going to be the last one for today. I thought this was fun. Let me know if I should do it again. I like the Am I the Asshole Reddit thread. I think it's really entertaining. But yeah, let me know if I should do another one of these. I hope you enjoyed this one. Let me know your input. Text me what you think on or DM me on Instagram or something about what you think about these threads or if you think they're the asshole or not. I said not the asshole to every one of these, interestingly. More though. I'm going to try to find more and then I'll come back with another Am I the Asshole episode another time. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful rest of your week. I will see you next week. I love you so much. Goodbye.